With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Pele leaned in and said something to Freddie. Don't let them change you. Keep working on what makes you different and what makes you special. It was great advice, but it caused me some problems. But what could change Freddie do? Soccer is going to explode and it's going to be around this kid. We were the Beatles. Everywhere we went, it was the Freddie show. And with that came the expectation and with that came the pressure. New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. Just okay. as long you got to make sure you don't say simp, incel, or virgin. I started streaming as soon as you said those words. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, we're streaming wait, now, boys. Wait, is that is that actually a legitimate rule that Twitch uh, Twitch made? We're online, yeah. boys. Is it working, Ty? Who likes my I sweater? So. Is everyone sound good? I love Martin, it. I love the sweater. I love the sweater. I, awesome, sweater. I approve of it. Good. Ty, you, you can hear everything coming. Can you through ever on, end up getting Twitch your world? Christmas suit? A Christmas suit. Yeah. Oh, yes. a, like a legit yes, Christmas suit. Good. They're only like two hundred bucks. It's not that. No, like this that, episode sponsored by. Like, just kidding, it's not. <laughs> I mean, but Christmas Luke, like, you can wear for at least like two weeks. You know, I like your sweater, Luke. Guys, yeah, we're live. I know we're live. We're it's talking about pink. Christmas suits. What, I'm asking Luke where he got his sweater from because that's more. Oh, important. We're having like three different it's, conversations. It's from, right now. It's from. You're you're just gonna be to drop all these sponsors, eh? Yeah, and I still leap out today. I mean, wow. If so you, what go, are you, about if you go to the Bay website, you can get Christmas suits there for a couple hundred bucks. I want to see Martin's birthday suit. Oh, no. <laughs> I've seen Martin's birthday suit. Let me tell you, it is a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> Amazon, $69.99. For your birthday suit? suit? For your birthday suit? For your birthday suit? <laughs> <laughs> you heard that chat yeah. drop 60 give us a 69.99 cent dollar donation on twitch and martin will give you a birthday suit that sounds his birthday correct. suit yeah. <laughs> but not right not on twitch i, I don't think we might get banned so. yeah I was twitch allowed <laughs> pornography i don't think so start her up boys ty what are we talking that's about? pretty good we're talking that's about the good standings in 2023 2024 because eric loves Ooh. making lists <laughs> we have 12 people here right now. So if you're listening in, um, leave, drop a comment and we'll respond have, to Have questions. we actually Only started the 20... podcast? Like has, yes, we has, have. But like <laughs> has tied on our on Amazon yet? figuring Martin. out his Christmas suit situation. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he should be a Christmas suit. 
Martin, we started in the sense that we're live on Twitch. Okay, and we're, Ty, we're, we're do recording. our lead in. Alrighty, to everybody watching this, welcome to episode 42 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. And today, I'm back here. You missed me last week. You also missed Luke last week. But I'm here lending my voice again, uh, and along with Eric and Martin. Uh, we renegotiated my contract. That's why they brought me back on. <laughs> So I agree to, yeah. We went from paying Ty nothing to paying Ty less than nothing. I was I was on strike last week, so you know. Oh, we have someone that said, "Pretend this is a donation uh, of donating sixty nine ninety nine. So, Martin, we have one person wanting to see you in a birthday suit. Oh, uh, we need that money. <laughs> like, come on now. I mean, it's not real money. So, stocky underscore nugget. We can't really give you that right now. Yeah. But, um, uh, anyway, today we're talking about uh, the standings from the 2020, 2023, 2024 season because uh, we're we're so excited for this season that we're going to look <laughs> three years ahead <laughs> uh, at the standings then. That just uh, shows the pure excitement we have for January. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Eric, uh, usually what happens is Eric will post something online, gets a lot of likes and comments, and he milks it a little bit more. Yep. So this is why yeah. I wanted to bring this up this That's week. That's like half of our episodes over the last two months, <laughs> as opposed to yeah. getting like 2,500, 3,000 likes, 300, 400, 500 comments, and then you're like, okay, podcast episode. That's it. The ones that get the hate comments are the ones that you like the most, though. Not like I hate talking hockey. You mean like the people that get triggered by Oh, yeah. Like people Liam. were triggered by the 2023 2024 standings list including martin who was very upset that his beloved senators were below detroit i believe i think that's why he was angry yep no um, no no, no senators are going to be there in 2023 20, 2024 let's be real they're going to be moved to quebec city or the, something the houston, the houston senators no guys we're buying the ottawa senators we're, we all we're getting ten thousand dollars from every single talking hockey follower and then we will buy 51% of the Senators. So uh, everybody exactly. listening right now, get in on this um, and start saving up your money. Exactly. We're buying the Senators. Fair enough. Okay. Eric, take it away, buddy. Okay. So wait, wait. Did Martin want to say something? I thought we wanted to talk about something senators? else first. Did he want to? Oh, yeah. Did you guys want to, you want to want to talk about Bowman or do you want to skip that? It's up to you. I think I that, feel like we've talked enough about Chicago. Have we? And I already know that a Nick <laughs> Benino, a Nick Benino joke is going to come at some point with Ty in Chicago. So I just, I'd rather just ignore that whole conversation. That is true because Ty will say his one joke that he says every single episode on the podcast, and then it's a running gag, it. everybody. If you don't know this about Ty, Ty has four jokes that he just has on repeat until someone calls him out for it, and then he replaces that with a new joke that he uses for uh, the next year. I've known so Ty true. for. 10 years now and that's all that's all he's ever done it looks like known the same story for a year and jokes. a half and yeah. that's all i've known <laughs> it's it's a it's a little rough okay so you don't want to do chicago nah i think it's dumb just do that's your two minute spiel eric you're the only person that i think that has thoughts about it i'm just very angry over it because he got a promotion how does this guy do this bad of a job and get a prom- It's not even like they decided to keep him and extend him. They promoted him. How the does that work? Club, man. Somebody tell me how that works. It works club. because he, he made basically a dynasty, a modern day dynasty. I mean, he didn't make a dynasty. He assisted in it, but a lot of the That's- work was done by the previous general manager as well. The core pieces, all the core pieces of his cup, 
contending team were done by the previous general manager was wasn't well, it? Well, I think that the biggest thing for for him was how he was able to keep that core together, but replace them with with cheaper guys. Like they traded Bufflin, they traded, you know, back on one of the runs after. As soon as that was done, they said, "All right, we can't afford you. We're going to trade you out. Bring in some new pieces that are younger and cheaper, and we're going to continue to win." And you know, even though that they've been kind of shit the past, I think three isn't years, that the easiest part about being a general manager it's, is replacing talented players with cheaper players? I feel like well, that. I feel like if I feel any general manager should be able to do that, like that should just be a consistent kind of core skill of a general manager is turning Bufflin into a first round pick. Like that shouldn't be that hard of a job. Like I don't think you should get credit for being able to trade Bufflin and trade Sod for pieces to help you win. But you know they traded I mean? Sod for Panarin, right? Like, or no, they no, 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 no. The other way around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. This joke. You're you're getting some hate in the in the the comments here, uh, Eric, saying I'm that sure Stan Bowman is elite and Bowman is a good GM. What are you saying? Okay, okay, uh, okay. So so I knew this would come up. So I think I just that, had I think to go through I think trade history, but I'm not sure. So I decided to go through his trade history, and let, let's just go over some of the more interesting trades. Zadorov for Brandon Saad, awful or a good deal? Pretty bad. Awful, bad, awful, right? That's Rob- not what your boy one two three four five six seven eight says in the comments here. <laughs> okay, Robin Leonard for a second round pick and Malcolm Subban. Awful. He should have been able to get more for Robin Leonard, considering uh, he's uh, one of the best goalies in the league, probably a top five goalie in the league. Then he traded, and this is all within the last like year, less than a year. Gustafsson for a third round pick, conditional third round pick. Well, Eric Gustafson sucked last year, so he did suck last year. But that he should have traded him after his career year, where he was never going to repeat that kind of production again. That's when he should have traded him. So again, just wasting. Bowman would never assume that. I well, that's also part of the problem then too. Like the guy has a career year like that, sell high, (laughs) trade him. There would have been countless teams looking for a sixty to seventy point pace defenseman, offensive defenseman. Like so many teams would have. They would. He would have gotten more than a third round pick. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. He Does traded say, everyone with the name Eric sucks. <laughs> true. Um, yeah. He traded maxi- for Zach Smith. Maximizing uh, return on investment is GM's worst ability. Because yes. they do not trade guy. guys in their prime. Rarely. Eric Gustafson looked like a guy who was going to be kind of taking off right like like he was a underrated analytics guy for a couple of years he was for sure so but he finally that, hit that, that next season step. was very clearly never going to be repeated i think and i think I, I and same thing in fantasy hockey guides like when we were making our predictions i said don't count on gustafson don't draft him that high nowhere near that production is he's going to repeat so he should have traded him then then earlier that same season, or in the offseason of that year, he traded for Zach Smith. And he traded Henry Yokiharu for Alexander Needlander. Explain to me how that's a good move. Would love to hear it. Listen, I, 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 know, hear it. I know we don't want to talk about this for too long, Eric, but okay. So so what I'll say is quickly is that like your your guy won a cup, like, you know, how I know, but that was five that was five years ago now. The last so what? Cup. 
So, so what, what do you mean? This is a this is a league Have... that's constantly about what's happening now. He's proven over the last four years that he can't do anything right. <laughs> like every like he hasn't done anything. Like there's been a couple minor trades that you might have won. There's the Cuba League trade with um, LA, I believe it was, where he pulled out ahead there. But the overall losses, every single trade, every single move he makes, just negative value. Andrew Shaw for a second. That's stop rewarding for past accomplishments. Yes, and 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 let's not even get into the contract situation that he put them into with Brent Seabrook. With um, I get Duncan Keith. You know, you have to get that guy locked in. But Brent Seabrook, Seabrook, way before his contract had fallen off already. So that was already an atrocious deal from like the second he signed that. We can keep going down his trade history list. He traded Dominic Cahoon for Ali Mata. Not an awful, awful trade, but not a great trade. He, uh, you may, you can say Dylan Strom was a good trade, but Nick Schmaltz is still a good player. They're probably equivalent in talent, so I don't think he came off much ahead in that one either. Like, there, there's, there's no reason he should have been promoted. Like, I, I just don't see anything he's done where I'm going, okay, you know what? He deserved a promotion, and I don't even think I've seen anything from him that says he deserved to even keep his job. Like, listen. If if your team has won the Stanley Cup, I, okay. But then, how like, long? How sh- long? How long does does your leave lease last? Of like ten having years. won a cup, like ten so you years. Get, you get to be. You get to make consistent bad moves for ten years for if, one cup. If the that Leafs won no the sense. cup, if the Leafs, I told, I tried having this argument with Luke a couple of weeks back. If the Leafs won the cup, I literally would not give a shit. I know for the you next wouldn't 10 give years. a shit, but ownership obviously will still give a shit. You still we want to cup. keep winning. The Blackhawks oh won gosh. four cups, man. Who cares? Four, four cups? Three? I don't three. know. Three. Um, I I don't know. Whatever. They won three cups and they were a dominant. Yeah, and, and then to make it worse decade. than anything else, he traded Artemi Panarin for Brandon Saad, <laughs> and that's all. That's my case. That's my case. That trade right there. That's my case. Okay. Talk- I just want to say Martin's getting some really nice comments in our chat right now. People are saying that they like his glasses, that they like his Christmas sweater, <laughs> and that they just generally like Martin. So this definitely is like the first him. time ever, I feel. Oh, definitely a good guy. So uh, that's that's, you that's your boy. That's your boy. Thank One, you. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Mar- Martin has sent some people to the chat to uh, to buff him up. I see. So. <laughs> Martin sent all the girls that he's seeing over to. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I thought kidding. we stopped making these comments. I I, we I, yeah, I do. We too. I think so too. My bad. I didn't make on. the comments. Come on, Eric. <laughs> Eric's our CEO, and he's the one that makes the most public mistakes. <laughs> Eric, you have to accept my my. Uh, I put them, you as my. He does them on purpose too. <laughs> Eric, go check LinkedIn. I put you as my manager. You I have saw, to approve I it. Saw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I almost, I almost made uh, Nick one, one below ma- made him my. Uh, I was going to be his manager as well, like because you can, you can click to request it on LinkedIn, which I yeah. didn't know. <laughs> I almost sent it to him, but I was like, I don't think I know him like that yet. <laughs> Nick, Nick wouldn't care. No, no, I didn't think he would. But it was just, it was just funny. I did see Ty's thing though. Okay. Well, did you accept it? 
No, it's in my notifications right now. Chai, Bergy, love, Bergy or Bergy? I'm not sure. Loves Corsi is asking if Bonino is better than Kane. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even bring it up this time. Yo, people know us so oh, well. Oh, my I, God. We have some I dedicated hate, listeners. Our, our chat's kind of bopping off right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we, uh, okay, so I think we're done. Eric, go ahead. Okay, so this list is based solely off of the future of every organization. It's based off of their cap situation right now, the prospects and young players that they have in their system. So guys typically under 25. Um, do I believe in their management? So for example, I don't believe in, I don't know, Bergevin that much, if I'm being honest. I don't have much faith in him. So he, Montreal's a little lower down, even though they have a great system. And that's ba- and then ownership as well. So is ownership going to invest the funds necessary to be good, aka Senators, aka Florida, aka Arizona, et cetera, et cetera. So all of that is kind of included into this list. And then it is ordered, but I kind of made tiers, tiers of teams. So the first tier is at one, two, and three. It's uh... And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site in the world that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore Total Visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire, all caps. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now we'll get back into the show. The Leafs, Avalanche, and Lightning. And I don't think there's much disagreement. And I get I, I saw a lot of disagreement with the Leafs on the post that we posted for the 2023-2024 standings, but I don't I don't think among like most analysts you see much denial there it's because they hate the leafs yeah but i i think if you look at it as objectively as possible which the athletic kind of try to do with 
using different ranking methods for ranking all, all the different importance of players under 25, cap situation, ownership, management, et cetera, et cetera. They did it pretty objectively. It didn't seem like there was much bias in there, which is why I, I, I kind of agreed. Like I was just looking at it like, okay, the Lightning could be ahead of the Leafs for sure. I could see the Avalanche definitely being ahead of the Leafs as well. They have great players in their system. But then after that, there's only, you know, I don't see any other teams in that tier with them, right? Like maybe Carolina, Sveshnikov getting better, them keeping Hamilton. But again, like I, I don't yeah. know if they have the same caliber of players. They might have a better defense, but I don't see the offense being the same. I have a quick question for you, though, about yeah. this about this rankings. Like, so how are you predicting, like free agents, how are you predicting draft picks okay, in the so, next three, okay, four years? So- so predicting free agents specifically is revolving around cap space. So how much cap space do they have over the next two to three years? Like what opens up, what contracts come off the books, what comes on, right? And predicting, okay, so some players are going to get major deals. So for example, Vancouver, lots of contracts coming off, but Quinn Hughes and Pedersen going to make up probably close to 20 million combined on the cap. Low end, 18 million, right? So you have to kind of look at that situation and say, okay, how much cap space did they have left after that to kind of fill in the rest of the roster? So it's looking at that. As for free agents, which teams are more desirable, which teams have cap space to sign those free agents, and which general managers do I trust to make the right moves with free agents? So for example, um, San Jose, for example, has no cap space, not going to be able to bring in many good UFAs, right? Just because they don't have... they have so many long-term contracts booked in and huge deals, there isn't much going to be much room, especially when younger players come off of contracts and they need new deals. So that's kind of how I based it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Luke's laughing. What happened? Our chat's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Luke do, doesn't join to contribute to the podcast. He just joins to read the chat. They say, no, <laughs> they say hey, no Bergie slander. Because Bergie uh, loves Corsi is apparently for Mark Bergevin. And I said, Bergie will always receive slander because Eric hates him. And then everyone's <laughs> booing us now. So, yeah, so Sorelli, There's a guy named Sorelli Lover and he's even booing you. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad, dude. That's bad. Those are my people Eric. right there, though. Yeah. yeah. That's your person. That's your Damn. one. That's your guy. That hurts. That actually hurts more than almost. Sorelli, Sorelli hates you. Boo. <laughs> that hurts more Sorelli, than anything else, if I'm being Sorelli honest. love more like Eric hate. Yeah. I, I can you see know what's Tampa, bad when Sorelli lover boos you? <laughs> I can see Tampa being down lower than the top three. Yeah, so Tampa's hard because they haven't actually address their current off season yet. So it's hard to say where they're going to be. Like they still need to move out Tyler Johnson, Killorn, uh, maybe Pilat. Like they need to move out a couple contracts still. So it's hard to say. What are but they going to do? I don't like, know. Literally. I, like, the season's no about to start like in a month yeah. and a half. <laughs> or no less. team is taking, it's, it's like less than a month, man. No team's taking Tyler Johnson. They've tried trading him for nothing. And no they're, team. They're going to have to give up more. They're going to have to give up a first round pick. They're going to have to give up a pull, roster player, whatever it's going to be. They're going to have to. Why is no team jumped over all over Sorelli? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But Even like, if you don't so think dumb. he's as good as I think he is. Even if you think he's 
way less than that that he should be jumped on. It does. It literally doesn't make any but sense. You also got to think about it, man. It's also the player has to sign that deal, right? Like sure. But Sorelli at this moment doesn't have a contract. You're telling me if a team didn't come in and offer him like five point five million for four years or something like that, or five years, he's gonna turn that down. He's gonna. That's gonna be more than he gets from Tampa for sure. But players are loyal to Tampa, and they've shown this like uh, for the past. Yeah, but Eight but years. how loyal? This guy doesn't have a contract yet, and the season's a month away, and they still are significantly over the cap and have nothing. Yeah, you doesn't seem like anything like, on the board. Being said between the two parties too, because like he's like, "What the fuck, guys? Give me some money." Yeah, because especially because they signed Sergachev too, so that's a slight on him. They basically mm-hmm. they basically just said Sergachev's more important to get signed than Sorelli was, mm-hmm. right? Nick, that that's a personal thing. If they went that it was him or one or the other. So anyways. So Tampa was hard. I agree with Martin on that because they have a they're gonna have a lot of cap problems, lots of players to shed, but they have a good decent system. They seem to bring in guys out of nowhere, great management. They also have Colorado first. I mean that's fine. Probably. That's completely that's completely re- that's why I'm gonna get into it, a tier. Right? It, it, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. why like you can put abs ahead of the Leafs. Lightning ahead of the Leafs, whatever, but this that's the top three. With the Lightning specifically, their core players are the reason why they're still there. Because those core players are gonna drive the bus for them. Even if they lose, you know, even if they you lose Yanny Gord, if they lose um Tyler Johnson, if they lose whoever the hell they lose, those core players, aka Kucherov, Braden Point, Hedman, those guys are gonna carry them to a top five, top three season regularly i would say right like yeah. I, I don't and vasilevsky as well so it just looks like based off of what they currently have in the system the guys that they'll for sure keep they'll have a good roster no matter what the only concern i would have for the leafs though is their goalie like they don't have a goalie for next year yes yes and yeah, that's, that's why i can uh, that's why it's very fair to argue you could drop them below the avalanche and lightning um, but, but their core players are. But again, I don't players. think. Yeah, but their core players are there, and I also I'm not sure how important goaltending is because again, you can look at the Avalanche and say, do they have a goalie in three years, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and right. again, go to tier two. So tier two includes a couple more teams. So there's Carolina, Oilers, Canucks, Rangers, New Jersey, and Philly. So again, all mostly young teams: Carolina, young core; Oilers, young core; McDavid, Drysaddle, um, Clefbaum, Nuge is a little bit older, but still uh, Canucks, Pedersen, Hughes, Bo Horvat, um, and then the Rangers at seven. Obviously, Lafreniere, Panarin will be a little bit older, um, but then they have Zabanajad as well. Then New Jersey, Hughes, Hishier, um, Ty Smith on D, Blackwood and Ned, even though Ty hates him. <laughs> um, and then Philly. And then Philly's the last one in there. Obviously, and Philly was kind of hard because their two best players will be aging out of their primes, or Giroud's already out of his prime, but Couturier at that point will have been aging out of his prime. Um, but they have good guys that are stepping up. They have Morgan Frost. They have Travis Konechny. They have Provorov, Sanheim on the back end. Carter Hart will be purely in his prime there, 26, 27 years old. Uh, so they have good base of core players. Katuria should still be an elite center at that time too. If you're looking at an age curve, look at something similar to Bergeron, for example. Bergeron was still elite at whatever. How old is he right now? Thirty-five. Yeah. Thirty-six. So thirty-five on one groin. <laughs> so if if Bergeron's elite for that long, I can comfortably say Katuria will be elite at thirty-two, thirty-three. I think. 
So that's why they're there. What? Yeah, so Vancouver's in there. I I wanted to put them in the upper tier with the Leafs, Avalanche, and Lightning, but again, I don't believe in their management. Benning has proven to continually bought, put, put put through awful free agent contracts. Make and he probably won't get fired trade. anytime soon. Yeah, and he doesn't look like he's about to get fired. And they already have the Tyler Myers contract on their books, for example, and that's going to be there in 2023-2024, which is astonishing. <laughs> um, so again, lots of positive stuff Pedersen Hughes um lot solid prospects um Hoglander put pod calls in um I don't know if you levy counts as a prospect you you levy no and uh, he he might be he might turn into a guy still um but they have some decent prospects to step in fill out those depth role second third fourth line players uh, not much top line guys, but again, guys like Bezer, they have their top line. JT Miller, they probably resign when his contract's up in two or three years, I think. Um, so solid foundation. Carolina, I don't think we need to say much about Carolina. I think the only big contracts they have coming up are Dougie Hamilton and Sveshnikov. So um, pay those guys. They need a goalie still. For the past 10 years, they've needed a goalie. Yeah. But but they've also think- done decently well in the regular season over the last year or two years without rangers could go up a tier yeah rangers so you you think they can be in the leafs avalanche lightning tier okay so i don't know if if kako yes becomes a second overall draft pick yes like he's supposed to Mm -hmm. and lafreniere is actually sick which he's going to yes which lafreniere is sick yeah um yes i could so panarin will still be Panarin's gonna kill it still. Panarin will still be will sick, be but, he won't, but he wasn't gonna. The thing is, with this past season, this past season was so much better than his already That's elite a, production a before. Top four. Yes, like, is it Manichad, but, it, Kako, but also I worry about who's their first slash second line center after Zibanejad. Who's their guy with Zibanejad there? Not so sure about what that looks like. Um, Ryan Strom barely belongs on a third line most years. They're saying they're going to trade him this year. Well, they they should ideally. I've been harping on that forever because he's not going to repeat his season. They're going to have elite goaltending for sure. Shesterkin's going to be sick. I worry about the defense as well. Brett Howden. Howden. Yeah, their defense is concerning. They have to rely on a lot of prospects working out, which is Andre Miller. uh, Lundqvist, um, Keandre Miller, um, Adam Fox is obviously going to be good no matter what. D'Angelo, I don't even know if he'll be there at that time or not. We'll see what, what happens with him. But Trouba and his $8 million contract, don't like that on the books at all. Not great to have there. They have quite a few buyouts. Um, I don't think they all last to 2023, 2024, but they have a, quite a few buyouts over the next couple of years that'll hamper them. And again, management, I trust management, which is why he's in the second tier, but I don't think their management is at the best of the best with the legs of Tampa or the or is, Joe Sadie. Is, is Philip Heedle looking like he could be yeah, a Yeah, he's Philip Heedle's good. I, I'm not sure if he's going to be a second-line center, but he could be. And I don't like Kravtsov at all. I know we had um, Scouching on, and he liked him a, little, a lot. Or not a lot, but he liked him a fair bit more than I like him. Um, I just don't see I don't see anything more than like a third line player with Kravstov, I think. So well but again, 
I don't have a problem with moving the Rangers up. I just see like a couple core issues that kind of prevented them from their going defense that is concerning. Top. Their defense is concerning. They got, they got and Adam I worry Fox, about like, how sick. much Gordon has an Gordon has has an influence on how good they've been versus how lucky he's been moving up to get Kako, moving up to get Lafreniere. Like those those are huge moves that had nothing to do with him. Panarin. Give him some credit, but Panarin wanted to go to New York, so not a lot of credit there, right? So the, the three biggest improvements that Average came from good. the Rangers weren't him, essentially. That's a good... Uh, we have our, our fans are talking about Jack Johnson, saying he's a good signing. Oh, there. and they have Jack Johnson <laughs> back there. Probably keep, and somehow Jack Johnson will have a year that's awful, but they'll sign him to like a two- or three-year deal because that's just what happens with Jack Johnson. Pavel Vucinevich. In your middle six is pretty good too. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, for sure. I like Bujnevich. That's why I I had them right in that second tier. They just need, really great guys. They just need to figure need out to their center and figure out their defense situation. A defense this year or something. Do something. Yeah. Well, tier three. I, okay. Yeah. Tier three yeah. now. Uh, again a bigger tier. So there's Wait, Winnipeg. We just got New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, New, yeah, New Jersey, Hishier, Jack Hughes, Ty Smith on the back end, Mackenzie Blackwood and Nets. They have a lot of the core pieces. Again, they the problem with New Jersey is the rest of the roster, but I think um, who's their uh, general manager? Tom Fitzgerald this year, this offseason, showed that he's willing to make those moves to get the complementary pieces. He went and got Andreas Janssen. He went and got um, Ryan Murray. Uh, maybe they keep Cal Palmieri. They have a lot of cap space on their books. Again, great cap situation in New Jersey, especially once Subban's done in 2021, 2022. That's nine million off their books as well. Like they have infinite cap space to make moves and kind of adjust their roster. So I really like the direction they're heading. I just have them in the on the edge of the second tier because. Again, will they fill in those depth pieces? They don't have the greatest prospect roster. They don't have the defense, really. Like, yeah, if they you don't want have to put it all in right now. Exactly. How do we feel about Ty Smith? I really like Ty Smith. I don't. Um, he just won Player of the Year for the uh, in the CHL, or not? Yeah, in the CHL. Um, all people named Ty are bad at hockey. That is it's a fact. True. <laughs> it's true. Big facts. Just like how all Eric suck, all as humans, all Ty suck at hockey. Man, like six. I'm six, and speaking and podcasting in general. To be honest, I'm six three, man, and I, I just I just blew it. My body. Yeah, Ty, I'm not good at anything. You have yeah, the body. Ty, you I have the body for sports. That. I have the height for sports. I'm just not good at any of them. You need to do more skill. with your body. Yeah. You, you don't have the We're foot. Ty, you, need, you need better footwork. That's do, the yeah. issue. <laughs> the footwork when we were playing spike ball, troublesome. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> the foot speed. He needs to work on his foot speed. <laughs> he honestly, it just doesn't work anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's that. Hand tires need some help. There's a lot. There's a lot uh, Whitman, yeah. it's just none of it works. <laughs> He's a collection of. I was just too much. Okay. No, okay. Keep it up. Let's uh, go. Our, our chat likes it. Although it's Ty, Ty Bergie loves chorus. He says Ty Lakporia is better than Ty Smith. That's right. Oh. Yeah. And setting the silvers back, by the way. Hello, Zetna. So. I remember. Well, we'll never forget the first episode you were here. It was just, <laughs> it was just you. <laughs> and now we got like ten people chatting through the whole thing. So, okay. Um, next okay. Tier. So next tier starts off with Winnipeg. Again, they have a lot of the core pieces. I like Perfetti. I think he's there in three three years. I think he's actually a really good player. He turns out into a really good second line center with first line potential in three years. 
after Winnipeg got Montreal, Buffalo, the Golden Knights. They and the Knights they they're really challenging to me to where to place them because they got a lot of older guys, awful cap situation. And then after the Knights, I have the Senators, Columbus, and LA. All in uh, that tier. Martin, what do you, where where should the Sens really be? <laughs> so well, Martin, good. so Martin, where do you what do you think Detroit? The Sens? Detroit's much lower. They have them at in the next. That, year. That's all. That, that was my only problem. <laughs> Detroit was at seven, and and Ottawa was at twenty. Like Ottawa probably will be a fringe playoff team, which is around twenty. Yeah. By that year, Detroit will not be a top seven team. <laughs> by then, I There's completely no agree with that because <laughs> I think the issue with is what what the Athletic did was they weighted the under the prospect pool way too much because even though they uh, Detroit definitely has a top one of the better prospect pools out there, a lot of those guys aren't going to work out or aren't going to become stars. A lot of those guys are going to take a while. So even if they get into the NHL in two or three years, it doesn't mean they can become stars in two or three years. So I think they overrated their prospects a little bit. And then obviously trust in uh, Stevie, but I feel like that's a little bit too optimistic a scenario for Detroit. But getting back to this tier, um, I feel like Winnipeg in the third tier just seems right to me. They have a lot to work on, a lot of holes. Not the greatest uh, ownership situation in terms... Oh, no, sorry. A decent uh, ownership situation. The guy's willing to invest the money. They have to trade line. Line's not re-signing there. That's, yeah, so that's the, the Line A thing kept them out of the second tier because I don't know what the hell is happening with Line A. And are they going to win a Line A trade? Debatable. Well, is Line even a? I mean, I, I kind of allude to this sometimes. Is Line even? A, he scores goals, but kind of what else, right? I think he worked on a lot of the other aspects of his game this past year, and you could see he was passing more, a little bit more involved defensively. He he, and he wasn't as focused on goal scoring. But I think if he wants to get back to his like first, like his best years in the league were his first and second seasons, and it seemed, I think this. I think the speculation was, or the majority opinion was, that people found out his game and adjusted to it, which I think might be a fair criticism. But I think if he goes back to focusing on what he's good on, scoring goals, getting open, finding those shooting lanes, and just like double down on what he's good at, essentially, instead of trying to round out his whole game, which I don't think he's ever going to become a lead at, I think that will rise his value significantly. Just I'm an just FYI. Along with the, with the, I, I know. The comments. Lucas is <laughs> FYI for everybody right listening. Now. That we're we're still this the top sixteen, so this would be the playoffs in four years, three, four years, four years. Yeah. What? Yeah. We're not top six. Top 16. sixteen. Oh, 16. sixteen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So all these teams predicted to be playoff teams in three three years. Why don't you run the list quickly again? Leafs, Avalanche, Lightning, Carolina, Oilers, Canucks, Rangers, New Jersey, Philly, Winnipeg, and now getting on to number 10, Montreal. Uh, Again, they have one of the best prospect systems in the league, probably, I don't know, like four, five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Um, Management, sketchy, signed some bad contracts at Edmondson, Josh Anderson contract, kind of sketchy, Carey Price contract, rough. Weber going to be Weber and Petrie, their two best defensemen are going to be like 37, 38, 39 years old at that time. 
So I mean Romanov. Yeah, and then you need Romanov. You basically need Romanov to become a top pairing defenseman, which I just don't see. And it's not just me that thinks it. I think there's some well-respected scouts that aren't Toronto Maple Leafs fans that also think that. And I know I'm getting roasted in the chat right now for saying this. Um, You're no one's even listening to you, Eric. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's chatting with me and asking where Martin got his sweater from. <laughs> and where did you get your sweater from? I don't know, man. Online somewhere. <laughs> you're, you're a great help. Yeah. You just look up. Everyone's saying Martin Christmas is one A, I'm one B, and then they hate Eric and uh, Ty. That's, I, everyone's, that's, everyone's giving me props for producer Luke because I'm just here chatting with them and they're like, oh, look at Luke's having a blast reading my comments. Because usually, before we decided to start doing this, Luke would just sit here for like 45 minutes. He'd, he'd talk. This is why Luke wanted yeah. to do yeah, this. Yeah, this that, is 100% why Luke needed something to do. I, I, I keep entertained with them uh, on my side now. I talk if it's interesting. <laughs> Sometimes I just get lost with what Eric's saying because he just goes so incredibly into detail. And I'm just like, bro, I don't I'm sorry. care. I apologize. <laughs> I just want to look at Martin and Ty's face the entire time. And then Eric, Eric's voice just makes me want to leave and end the call early. Honestly, the fans love my takes and my humor. So according to them, awesome. I think they're just being nice, but it's because you're chatting with them. You know, they got to respect the guy that's actually interacting with them. I'm the, I'm the contact. I'm the, I'm the person they need to know to be on this podcast and they're getting a name drop because of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. They don't hate Ty. They only hate Eric. Okay, okay. good. That's fair. For the, right. for the Bergeron good, good, good. slander. I don't know if you Bergevin. mean Bergeron or Bergeron. Okay, there definitely was no Bergeron slander. I want, I want, yeah, I, think it's, I think it's uh, Montreal's GM slander. I don't think it's Bergeron slander. Okay. We only slander Boston. I don't think Bergeron's an awful GM. I just don't think he's a good GM. I don't know if that helps Yo, me in the chat or not. Eric has red charts that we don't like. <laughs> does, does Luke and Ty live in the same house because they are the same nice colored walls? Oh, um, I think no. Ty's is a little lighter, isn't it? I have a light Ty's blue. Is, Ty's is blue. Mine's shark fin gray. That's the name. <laughs> Come of on, it. guys. <laughs> Get it right. Come on, guys. I say blue shark charts, fin blue gray. Greater than blue but, chew. But that the, is incorrect. <laughs> is blue chew still our? No. They no, haven't, haven't been like the first week. couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the person who asked if Luke and I live together, no, but we do sleep together. Um, yeah. yeah. That's Zetna. Zetna. It's our current sponsors. Uh, the typical ones are Indeed and um, what's the other one? The shit. I read it every single week. Or I put it in. Luke, 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 you're the only one who does. Get online. Get online. You're yeah, online wagering experts. <laughs> yeah. So we have opposing betting. Yeah, one podcast yeah. has one betting site, and our page is another one. <laughs> bleep yeah. it out. No free sponsors. You're yeah. right, but Bergie, that means I have to bleep out your name whenever I mention it too, because I don't want you getting any of our attention. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, keep going. Okay. You're on Although More people should go Back watch the live. Yeah, Back it's apparently it. a good time. Yeah. yeah, dude, the chat's lit up. We have like a hundred messages. From like, from like the same 10 people but i mean <laughs> we're building a relationship here. we're building some rapport um okay so did i explain montreal i feel like i explained yeah, montreal you did already. yeah yeah montreal is done yeah. um okay so then buffalo at 11 so right under montreal i have buffalo same tier um eichel dolan dylan cousins uh Know, have like, you accounted for the have you accounted for the Jack Eichel trade request happening this year? <laughs> See, that's what I, I was like, do, do I drop Buffalo 
a down a tier anticipating a Jack Eichel trade. I debated that very much. You can even see my little list here. I have Buffalo scratched out right here because uh, I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to put them in the tier below. But I was like, okay, I have to assume Jack Eichel stays. How often do superstars get traded? Basically never. So I didn't I- trade him. Dalian's there. They have the solid core pieces. They just need to get their shit together, but I don't believe in management at all. I their management is a complete f- management management and ownership just don't believe in them at all so if you wanted to drop buffalo out of the playoffs and back into the 17 18 19 20 tier have at it i would not argue with anyone over it um and then their goaltending situation they still need to figure that Google out Pekka Lukinen. he's yeah. he's on the way up he's the guy but we'll see if he turns out or not um and then they need to round out their uh, forward core which they clearly refused to do because they brought in guys like uh who the hell did they bring in this offseason oh cody eakin like oh i don't know Literally. i mean they brought in taylor hall but i mean they did bring in taylor, but i'm talking about their depth guys right like their top six has never been the or i guess their top line has never been the reason they lost it's always been the second third and fourth lines that were the issue and they didn't really address that this offseason unfortunately they addressed their second eric, line and eric Stahl, yeah, yeah. They didn't address the third and fourth lines at all. So those are still going to be an issue. Will those still be an issue in three or four years? We'll see. But I don't believe in their management that much. If I did believe in their management, they'd be in the second tier of teams due to like the top end players that they have. Because Eric is gone. We have lost Eric. Eric, yeah. are you there? Oh, uh-oh. I still heard him. He's moving a I bit. was hearing him that whole nope. time. Yeah, I heard him up until a point, but I think he's gone now. So, uh, so the show just got he's better. He's moving. No, I, he's but definitely he's, disconnected. But he's here. I, I don't hear him. Okay. There he is. You're back. Okay. Did, did I finish my Buffalo rant? You, you finished your Buffalo rant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Buffalo's done. Okay, so I, I need you guys... It would be better if they had better ownership. Yes, there and we better go. management. But uh, I want your guys' opinions on the Knights, because I'm not sure about what to do with the Knights right now. <sighs> They're hard, because did anybody ever predict them to be a Stanley Cup contender? From the from day one, no. <laughs> but they still will have I mean, the guys, so they'll still have in twenty twenty three. They still have Petrangelo, hopefully still performing. You know, in his late mid mid thirties ish. Mark Stone, mm-hmm. you'll have mm-hmm. Wild Bill Carlson. You'll have, I don't know. They'll have they'll still have Mark Stone. They'll still have William Carlson. Cody they'll Glass, still have Jonathan Marchessault. They'll still have Alex Tuck. They'll Cody still have Glass. Um, William Carrier. I didn't know. Um, that yeah, was, so you also uh, have Shane these Theodore, guys, and then they should still have Robin Leonard. So they have a lot of the core pieces, but they'll just be guys, old and old yeah, core. Old core. They'll have an old core, and their prospects are rough because they've traded them all away to be good right now, essentially. Right? And they didn't have any to begin Aiden. with. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have much oh, to crap. begin with. They had a, a bunch of those first round picks and everything. Like I mean, that. Yeah, they were they're a brand new team, about, right? What about Krebs? Yeah, they have. Payton Krebs, they have uh, that, like, I don't know, that's it, kind of, and Cody Glass. <laughs> like, is Krebs good, though? Yeah, like, he is. He's, he's, he's really good, but he's still, like, he'll be in his prime in 23, 2024 if he's good at that time. What's happening in the chat? I keep just seeing <laughs> Luke and I laughing. <laughs> and me and Martin have no idea what's going oh on. Oh, my it's so God. Good. It's so Nothing. good. <laughs> 
they asked if we uh, talk about uh, plus minus, and I said Eric's IQ isn't even positive. Um, I said the only thing you test positive for are STIs, and and they're they're sauce. And then it's clear that I do not have an STI. I I apologize right after he doesn't have any STIs. But then Bergy loves course. He wrote a whole essay about how much Martin is a man's man. Um, Yeah. So. Listen, I, I know that everybody, everybody who's listening to this afterwards, you know, on Friday, is going to be like, what the hell's going on? But that's why you need to join our Just get on the live. Yeah, get on the Just live. Get on the live. Night, 620 and be part of this fun. <laughs> They're all talking about Greg Patteron. Who the hell is that? Uh, he's the defenseman <laughs> on Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, maybe? Yeah. Not Minnesota, I think. That's the last place I remember. They, like four people joined the chat there. earlier and put hashtag Greg's boys or Greg boys. I don't even, I, I'm He's guessing on that's, Minnesota. That's the, that's the Greg that they're referring to. Greg Pat, uh, is Greg Patterson in the chat? The he played a game in the A last year. So that's everyone knows good. who Greg is and everyone's yelling at me now that I don't know Greg. <laughs> I mean, he played 20 games in the NHL last year, so you should know who he is, Luke. Luke, uh, sorry, Eric, Come on, Eric, get back to the content like, because the people listening on Luke. Friday are going to get pissed yeah, off. Yeah, Luke's going to have to cut all this off because they're going to be so annoyed. This is all Luke's fault too. I'm blaming him. to be here on on uh, Wednesday nights. Listen, I'm not going to cut it out because this is my time. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, the night I have the Knights at twelve, and then right below the Knights, I have the Senators, which is theoretically when the Senators should start to be hitting their peak as a team. Right, that's four, three, four years from now. That's when all their prospects should be mostly out of their system by then, starting to enter into the NHL. Um, Stutzla should be kind of at his peak. Brady Kachuk should start being in his peak. Um, I'm about to sneeze. Uh, their um, D's gonna be great. Their D, they have a decent amount of defensive prospects it's that are just, good. How much faith it, do you have in Matt Murray? How much faith do you have in Matt Murray? And then how much faith do you have in all these guys kind of, or at least a good amount of these guys becoming, you know, top six forwards, top four defensemen, right? Like Chabot, obviously, top four defensemen. Where do they pick this year? Yeah, and where do they pick too? Like, do they get another top three pick? Because then they they probably get one of the top defensemen in the draft this upcoming season, right? Owen Power, baby. Yeah, they have potential for Owen Power. Um, but they also they obviously have a huge prospect pool. Um so What's yeah, their center should... depth though. Who's their centers? That's the issue. Is Stutzler the center? I don't know. I don't think anyone can claim that they know that. I think a lot of scouts I've that we've even he'll, brought on say winger. Start what? He'll start center. Yeah, he'll start like center. It. Uh supposedly according to Melnick or not Melnick, um their GM, Dorian. I think I think that's what he said. I think he said they see him as a center, but anyways, a lot of the scouts that we've brought on the or not a lot the two scouts that we've brought on both thought of him as a winger. So we'll see what happens with him, or maybe maybe he becomes a center, but because he's you know he doesn't have all the right tools or whatever, he becomes a second line center. But they don't have uh at this moment I don't see an elite center in their prospect pool. Right, like I obviously Josh no. Norris has second line potential. I think he had seventy points in sixty HL games as a rookie, twenty year old, twenty one year old rookie, so a little bit older, but uh, so like that's very good for a rookie season. Um, 
So they have a potential second line center in Josh Norris, and then third line center can be Colin White or Chris Tierney or whoever the hell they want in that spot. But I don't know if they have a number one guy yet. No, they don't. I don't think Stutzla is a Matthews, Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, Braden Point type player is what I mean. Like an elite number one center. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not even sure if he's lower end or Ryan O'Reilly or uh, Bergeron or any of those guys as well at this moment in time. We'll see. I don't know. Hard, hard, hard to, to say. say for sure. He's I like, always thought he was more of a winger. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So at this moment, I don't think we can say for sure, which is why I have them a little bit lower and why I'm not sure. I'm interested to see two tiers. what he does in the World Juniors. Because like... Germany's not great. Obviously. Yeah, they were going to be good, but then they lost a, a handful of guys. Um, yeah, COVID's okay. kind of screwed over Sweden, Germany badly. Yeah, but Germany also they 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 were like more cider of Detroit was going to be their their like the best defenseman in the in the tournament, and he's saying true, 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 he's true. saying with Detroit he's not going. Yeah, JJ Paterka okay. got COVID. Another guy got COVID. I don't remember who it is, but like you know, yeah, they another top line guy just a little bit. Um, okay, so then at 14, Columbus. I just see Columbus as a middling team for the next I just want to say, Ottawa fans, you should watch a lot of Germany games. Yeah. Could be fun. For sure. Um, as long as he's not hurt. Stitzler? As long as he doesn't get yeah. hurt, you mean? Again. Yeah, yeah. Like re-hurt the arm yeah. or something. So anyways, Columbus, I just see as an average team. No stars in their system. You got Dubois, though. You got Dubois, who's solid, but he again, he isn't a star, and he'll never be a star. He'll never be a, as we talked about before, he'll never be a top ten center in the NHL. Um, they just have a solid team with solid depth, good prospects, hard work, a great coach, hard working coach, team, good management. But again, nothing special, nothing, nothing special in the system. Maybe Wierenski, um, but nothing special where I see moving up into the top ten, moving up into the top two tiers. Eric, someone's asking if Stutzel has an arm injury still or if he's healed. I think he's healed. That was back in like uh, the yeah. summertime. It was like July, I think, July, August. Yeah, no. He's definitely healthy. No, no, no. Oh, no when no, was it? I don't know. It was like right after oh, the draft. Yeah, my bad. It was right after he broke his arm. I'm sorry. He broke his yeah, arm. that's right. I, I thought it was the summer. I yeah, forgot the draft. The draft played, was only October. He hasn't played in the Dell yet, even though the Dell's playing. Search it up, Luke. Fact check. Okay, and then number 15, I have L.A. Um, I think that's kind of going to be the moment when all their prospects start moving up and becoming elite players. Turkett, Byfield, um, Velarde, uh, who, uh, everyone else, whoever the hell else was there. Um, Helge Grons. Um, there's a bunch of guys in their system, right? So that and that's kind of the timeline for all of them starting to step up in the NHL and kind of stand on their own two feet and be, you know, close to their prime. Rasmus, Kupari, Leah Anderson, maybe I don't know, probably not. Tyler Madden, Arthur Kaliev, and I can see LA jumping up really quickly. Some of the Leafs, if Byfield can turn into a Matthews-like player, which no. I believe in. No. Uh, so, one, of, one of our okay, one of our commenters just said, okay. said Line got traded. I'm not sure if that's true. I don't think it's that true. Not true. I would have gone to sports. Uh, the days three two three two. Okay. We don't believe you. Okay, we're saying Line <laughs> for Seth Jones. Everyone's checking their phone now. 
Nah, not true. Ty, Ty, check your Twitter sources. (laughs) Oh, it's real. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I actually went on Twitter and checked. Top top article for Line is how many more games will Patrick Line play in a Jets uniform? Yeah, zero. Because he got (laughs) traded. Uh, No, um, what was I going to say? Like, you might get, you'll likely get traded. I'm not sure if you'll likely get traded before the season starts, though. Yeah, maybe not. That. But oh, so for for LA, back to the back to the point, for LA, like they're gonna have tons of guys still under contract at that point. Like yeah. Dowdy's still there, Kopitar's still there. Um, I don't know. Jeff Jeff Carter might still be. I don't even know how many. Years no, Jeff Carter only has two years left okay. on his deal, so he's Jonathan okay. Quick. Drew Dowdy will still be there. Jonathan Quick at that uh, uh, in 2023, 2024, um, he'll be gone. Uh, Dustin Brown will be gone. Jeff Carter will be gone. So the only kind of major hurdle to their success in terms of cap is Drew Doughty, which is making $11 million for another seven years. So yeah, that, so, that kind of screwed. So even though they'll so have all these guys, basically. you're still going to be playing Drew Doughty and he's still going to be taking yeah. their top line minutes and making $11 million and you're stuck yes. with that. Unfortunately, but it. Uh, I also look at their system for defensemen and they don't have a number one defenseman, it looks like, yeah. in their system. Who's, who's their defense? Project? So they have good guys. They have like, Bjornfoot, uh, Sean Dersey, Kale Clegg. Um, they drafted Helge Granz this past um, draft. So they have guys, and that will step in and play minutes, and probably some of them will end up being top four guys, I think. But not top, top guys. But no, but no number ones in their system. But again, LA could finish last this year and get Owen Power, and that completely changes things, which is why I can see LA jumping up in the second tier just based off of the amount of prospects they have and if any of them hit the way some of Toronto's did, aka Nylander, Marner, uh, Matthews, if any of them do that, they skyrocket into the second tier in 2023-2024. So they, I, out of all the teams in their tier, they have the most potential to jump up, I think. And then, so on to the next tier now. Oh, no, no, no sorry. There's one more team in this tier. Uh, Minnesota. That's just because Minnesota's a middling team every single year. Middling team every middling team every single year, but with potential because they have a top five prospect pool in the NHL right now. And it's not just me that thinks that. Uh, EPR ringside elite prospects uh, ranked them in the top five for their prospect pool. Um, literally, the article dropped today. So Minnesota top five prospect pool got guys like Marco Rossi coming in, got Kaprasov coming in. Uh, Matthew Boldy, they just drafted. Um, they drafted a whole bunch of other. I think Ryan O'Rourke was another draft pick that they had. So, tons of guys coming in the system. So, I can see them kind of raising a little bit as well. But again, a lot of aging guys who will still have contracts Zach Parise, Ryan Suter, um, Jared Spurgeon is going to be like 34, 35 at that time. Jonas Brodin will be like 33 or 32. So, a lot of their elite they also be older. Just signed. The hamburger. Yeah, <laughs> That's Martin's favorite goalie of all time. Win. What, what if he drags Minnesota to the playoffs? He well, could. They could. They literally could. They could. Like, they're not. They're not a bad. Like they'll always. What if he drags like, them to a, a cup final? Team. What if he not, just? Not dominated? What if he goes on the line? He dragged Ottawa to the playoffs and then got lit up by Montreal. Hey, anything, anything can <laughs> happen. Can do that again. Hey, also, all the Twitch listeners. Patern. 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 Okay, so that's the last guy in tier three. 
the last team in tier three. Tier four is Calgary. Again, another middling team that never can really seem to go anywhere. How many tiers are there? Four, right? There five tiers. Okay. Uh, so we've done. Luke, we have to Luke talk about saying, these teams. Let's left. wrap this up quickly, boys. What time is? It? How long have we been on? We've been on for fifty-five minutes. Oh, Jesus, you know what? Part oh, part of the issue there okay. is that we keep going back to the chat and t- and getting distracted. Hey, we need to, the whole point of having Twitch streamers and streaming is is to get them engagement. It's to be boring. I need to cut out all these minutes for the podcast no because then we just transition into it so weird <laughs> this is simultaneously plugging our twitch Twi- uh, twitch.tv slash talking hockey what about twitch.tv slash the imperfect pod <laughs> well that doesn't really exist yet so well it uh, did but, well i mean it does but it doesn't i haven't i haven't live streamed one yet anyways back to the list calgary at 17 detroit at 18 boston at 19 20 pittsburgh 21 chicago 22 Dallas, 23 Anaheim, 24 St. Louis, 25 Nashville. So, so again, all those just, teams are pretty similar, though. They're guys, they're, yeah. they're teams that are good right now, but by then are going to have a bunch of older, well, except maybe like Anaheim and Detroit, but like. Yeah. So, Detroit, yeah. So, so, just to start off with Calgary, Calgary, a lot of older guys, or, and maybe not so much older guys, but guys that are in their prime right now who will be out of their prime in three, four years. Um, go. Monahan definitely. Gojo probably still will be. Giordano definitely gone. Probably out of the NHL at that time. But then they have some guys, Valimaki, Rasmus Anderson stepping up. Goaltending's a question. I don't know if Markstrom is still going to be good in four, four years from now. Um, they don't have any center prospects. They don't have many good prospects in their system outside of a couple guys on defense. Uh, so yeah, so some problems there. I just see another middling team kind of for them. Because their um, core, they they had this core coming up, like Monahan and Goudreau, right? They were yeah. like maybe three, four years ago. They were like, oh, these guys are going to be legit, and then they've never really, they've really struggled the past three. Yeah, seasons. it's just, it just, it, it's unfortunate they did get a you know a decent amount of good core players together. It's just they didn't build around them properly. Some problematic contracts, um, not the best goaltending moves probably. So they and things just didn't work out for them. It's unfortunate. Um, well, it's but, almost like they should start fresh. You know, that's, yeah, I, I kind of made that argument in this summer. Gonna be, I th- also think they're going to be too good to start fresh unless they really just decide to trade everything, which is going to be kind of difficult to do in a flat cap when not many teams can take on contracts and stuff like that. So okay. difficult. And then Detroit, I th- like we talked about earlier, lots of prospects. They'll lose a lot of the bad contracts on their books that they have now. Like guys like... Uh, Franz Nielsen, Darren Helm, Tyler, oh no, not Tyler Patuzzi, uh, Philpula, um, DeKaiser, Mark Stahl, Patrick Nemeth. All those contracts are basically gone and off their books. So they have a lot of potential, but then they always need to bring in the prospects into their system, develop them. They'll be fine in four Detroit's years. Kind of like Ottawa, though, because they they had no they had nobody right. The, yeah. this, Detroit this is has like nobody whole, in their whole, roster right now. They have a top line, and that's basically it. That's all you want on their roster, basically. Maybe like Philip Peronic, and that's about it. Maybe it's probably right. it, yeah. Um, Boston, the right? aging team, yeah, yeah, the aging team, just like you said. Bergeron older, Kreishi gone, Tukaras probably gone, Chara definitely gone. 
Uh, just not a lot of their guys are gone, but then they have guys like Pasternak, McAvoy. So maybe they can keep them up there. Yeah. Maybe they can keep them up there a little bit. Probably out of a playoff spot, it looks like, but maybe not completely crashing down to earth. Um, Pittsburgh, same concept as Boston. Crosby's a lot older. Malkin's a lot older. Latang's a lot older. Um, lots of cap issues. Don't trust trust Jim Rutherford when it comes to making smart moves, right? Yep. Uh, Chicago, same thing. Bowman don't like it. We, we, we talked about this. We talked yeah, about this already. Lots of older players, etc. Dallas, same thing. They have Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben making over nine million dollars each for the next eight years, I think it is, or seven years. So that's gonna look awful. It already doesn't look great right now. That's gonna look really awful in two, three, four years. Um Ben Bishop's gonna be gone. Klingberg's cheap contract of four million dollars is up. He's going to need a huge extension if they do extend him. Uh, Heiskanen is going to have a huge extension on the book. So, again, not a lot of cap space is going to be coming up, and a lot of their best guys are going to be older. Same same concept as Boston, Pittsburgh, Chicago. St. Louis is the same. I just want to say Sagan, he was just on the 31 Thoughts podcast, mm-hmm. and he's really good for the game. Like He's a really good marketer. I mean, for the he's game. like a really good-looking dude, so that helps. <laughs> like every help. single girl ever uh, in love with them literally. every single gay guy too yeah. i'm sure yeah. and i mean every straight <laughs> male probably looks at him and goes like okay i wouldn't mind looking like this guy <laughs> luke has two man uh, crushes he's also like one is tyler sagan the other is james good, charles my only man crush is tyler sagan and ryan reynolds yours is james charles yeah Tyler's is definitely james I have a huge Ty always says if man crush on Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah. is like, yeah. And he's, da- always, and he's dating Blake Lively, so good Eric, job right Eric, there. Eric, yeah. Let me finish this thought, okay? Good job. Ty always says and he's if he Canadian. Prison, he'd want James Charles there in the stall next to him. <laughs> best, best part? No. Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Yeah, it's true. And he's Deadpool. So, like, there's just he's a good kid. You know, good Canadian Deadpool. boy. Plays the boards really well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eric. Back to it. We're almost done. Okay. Um, went over Dallas at 22. So Anaheim, 23. Same concept. Gatslav's gone. Raquel is going to be... Anaheim's in a weird situation where a lot of their older guys aren't going to be able to be there for the rebuild that they have coming in with their younger guys like Jamie Drysdale. So middling team, I see not much potential to move up a tier. Uh, I can Trevor see moving... Zegris. What about him? Yeah, he's he's really good for sure, but they're going to lose Getzlaff. Lindholm's going to be out of his prime. Fowler's going to be out of his prime. Um, not sure about their management. Uh, Murray, uh, is it Brian Murray, his name? Uh, no, not yeah, Brian Bob. Murray. Bob Murray, sorry. Bob. Yeah, Bob Murray, thank you. Um, Bob Murray, not sure how much I trust him. Makes some sketchy moves. Adam Henrique's still going to be there at that time, but they'll have a fair bit of cap space open up, but almost all their defense, except for Cam Fowler, is going to be gone after 2022. So who they resign, we'll see. But all, basically their entire defense is gone at that point. So lots of maneuverability. Maybe they get a couple lottery picks and then move up a little bit. But we'll see. And then St. Louis, same thing as Chicago. Same thing as Pittsburgh. Same thing as Boston, right? Just a lot of their guys getting much older. Not a lot of great prospects in the system. They've got like Robert Thomas who are great. They have Vince Dunn who can take over a little bit on the defensive side. But... Justin Falk going to be over 30. Crew going to be over 30. Um, Pareko, 
we'll see if they can even afford to give him a contract with the pace that they're on right now. Um, Ryan Riley, O'Reilly's going to be out of his prime. Schwartz is going to be out of his prime. Braden Shen's going to be 33, I think, at that time. That's not going to be great. Bozak's gone. They'll have some cap space opened up, but again, just not a great team around them. And now we're in the the bottom feeders, right? The rebuilders. Okay, no, one more team in this tier. Nashville, same concept, right? Yeah, Roman yeah, Yozzi, yeah. Ryan Ellis, Tyler blah, Johnson, blah, blah. all going to be out. Tyler Duchesne, uh, not Tyler Matt Duchesne, Duchesne. <laughs> Matt Duchesne. <laughs> <laughs> so it's because Ty talked. I don't know. Mix the two together. Uh, Duchesne out of the time. Karina gone. Saros. We'll see what happens with him. But yeah, same same concept as all these other teams. Just age, guys. Age. I just want to say, you better be including. Yeah, that's Seattle what I was going to say. Like we didn't forget about Seattle, dude. Okay, if we're including Seattle, I have them in this tier, <laughs> and I probably have them above everyone in this tier except for Calgary and Detroit. Okay, it's Move a, on to the last tier. So hard to say. Wait, wait, What's going to happen tie. before the yeah. draft? Your your boy one two three four five six seven eight says nice glasses and headphones. Oh, he wanted he wanted me to interrupt and tell yeah. you that. Uh, yeah, my glasses they're they're Versace. Uh, Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm Luminati. That's right. And my my headphones are economical insurance headphones for my job. Not sauna insurance. Uh, economicals are parent company. Oh, you're just not represent. Oh, okay. We don't we don't have Sonnet branded headphones quite yet. Everyone is uh down to sign a petition to get Eric kicked off the oh. podcast too. By Dude, the way. Honestly, <laughs> if you guys could do the podcast without me, that'd be great. Eric, we did it one time and it was the best episode ever. It's actually our most listened to episode. Without, <laughs> but what? No, it's not. It's the one with Rachel Dory. <laughs> oh yeah, the Rachel Dory one. That Rachel Dory part one has like eight hundred or something. What with the Ganyu? Ganyo? What the hell? <laughs> um, I don't actually know. It's probably like 400 and something. We've had like 20,000 total listeners, eh? We got to no, promote We got to promote that Ganyo episode again more, I feel. I feel like I should go back and start promoting some of those. Yeah. Anyway. Nate yeah. McKinnon, we're now still, we we're still waiting for you, for you to respond to our DMs. Yeah, actually. I'm so, I'm so disappointed about that. I was so excited when we responded for the first time saying I'm down. And then he responded again. And then he never responded again after that. Nate, yeah. please. Nate, Nate, if dude, you're listening, he wanted to Please. He's too busy filming, filming uh, Tim Horn's commercials, probably. Yeah, dude, I see him going live on Twitch to stream Fortnite like every other day on his Instagram. He's always going and streaming himself. Yo, I would imagine Fortnite. that hockey players streaming on Twitch would be the most boring thing in the world. I no, go, go watch. Log into this account and leave some comments saying, "Hey, respond to oh, yeah, DM, Nate." Yeah, Trevor so, Ram Reams like on the pod. Everyone yeah, listening, can... next time Nate McKinnon goes on Twitch live, go like harass him <laughs> to come onto the Talking Hockey podcast and get him to respond to our DM. Dox yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't dox him. We do not support it. We way. do not want to get <laughs> sued. <laughs> the Talking Hockey Media Corporation does not need to be sued. Eric, do I have to hire a PR manager soon? <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'll hire. I'll, I'll be a PR manager. PR managers. I know some good PR managers at some of the top companies in the world. So, Oh, Luke, Luke's is flexing right now. Eric's or my sister. Subtle, subtle Eric's going to sue Talking Hockey Media. 
<laughs> I'd be suing myself. Everyone wants Greg on the podcast. They're literally chanting, chanting Greg's name right now. Greg, if you want to come, Greg, you're on. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> Pattern, buddy. Greg, Greg okay, Pattern. Everyone, go DM Greg okay. Pattern and tell him to come on the podcast. We'll have him he's, on. I don't care. Private with three thousand followers. That's probably how much of an unknown this guy is. Yeah, probably. Actually, even some like real, relatively uh, unknown NHL players, they end up having like forty thousand followers on Instagram. Sometimes Greg doesn't have social media, apparently. Oh my god! Oh. Mind, he's gone by Don. Um, okay, okay. All right, so bottom, tier players, bottom tier players: Florida, San Jose, Capitals, Islanders, and Arizona. That's a long time in the bottom for Arizona. Yeah. Fucking Arizona. Yes. And it's unfortunate. <laughs> and I think that's what causes them to get moved because if they're still at the bottom of the league and if <laughs> give up on that franchise, fire everyone, sell the team, whatever, do something. Cause it just and but it's actually a fair Biz is gonna be yes. pissed. <laughs> but it but it's actually a fair <laughs> assessment to have them at the like I have them 31st <laughs> right now. And it's because if you look at their prospects, they don't have any. They don't have their first round. They didn't have a first round pick. They didn't have a top three rounds pick this year. They don't have a first round pick next year. And they had to give up their first pick anyway. They 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 released yeah. Uh, Miller. Yeah, yeah. So they they yeah. don't have any prospects coming in over the next two years. They don't have a good prospect pool. They Ekman Larson's contract looks awful. They should have um, traded him. Yeah, they should have traded him. Remember when people were talking about trading Ekman Larson for Matthews, and yep. everyone Ekman Larson for Matthews and uh, Ekman Larson and Domi for for Matthews. Oh my god! Um, imagine. Gross. <laughs> uh, anyways, Gross. okay, so then Phil Kessel is going to be gone at the time, probably a good thing. But then, the the only players that they have in 2023, 2024 are Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, Christian Dvorak. Lawson Krause, Kristen Fisher, Barrett Hayden. Like, these are okay players, but none of them are, like, top-line guys, really, right? Um, Yo. What? Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Watch the Go Live story. So he could be one of the people. No, he's not. Hey. <laughs> TVR, are you here, buddy? <laughs> uh, oh, Did we invite him on? Yeah, and he stopped responding and too. Because he, he said, yeah. sorry, I got to prepare for the season. <laughs> no, no, no. For the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playoffs, for the sorry. Playoffs, yeah. uh, and then just never responded after. No, that's what he said. Yeah. And then we DM'd him later yeah, and, and then he, he never responded. Um. Oh, yeah. And then... They don't have anything on defense. They have Chitrin, and that's it on defense. All the other guys are UFAs, should probably be gone. And then Ekman Larson, who's going to be a disaster in three or four years. Um, and then both their starting goalies, Klemper and Ranta, are gone as well. So they have a lot of room to maneuver, but they also no prospect, have no system. Have no system, don't seem to be able to splurge in free agency. It's just nothing. Maybe Victor Sordstrom coming in will help out, but other than that, nothing. Even then, though, even then, like Arizona doesn't have a lot of cap space to begin with, right? Like this last season, they were right at the cap, and they didn't, they weren't even. They a have good no team. cap space this season. Yeah. Um, but next year they'll have thirty million because okay, but sure, but so that's, that's crazy. They'd be they're gonna be, or I anticipate they'd be a bottom team this team this year again, like not a playoff team again. Yeah. 
with a and full with, top. With no cap, yeah. yeah. And everyone thinks big... Arizona is this cheap team, but like they've just have such bad contracts, I guess, on their team. Yeah, they just there's no there's very there's very few good contracts on the team, and there's very few elite talents on the team, if any elite talent on the team. Um they like, have Solid guys throughout the roster, but like just solid guys, you know what I mean? Like, you're, imagine a team full of like just third line, maybe kind of second line guys. That's what they yeah, have. Yeah, that's but that's the, the thing is though that that your your stats boy, uh, Chaika, uh, when he was signing all the players, like he signed like guys like Christian Dvorak to these long like six or seven year really? contracts. Wasn't it proved? That Chaika wasn't a stack well, guy. Well, it's it's a, a stack guy. guy. He was just a weird stack guy. Like he looked it's at a the weird weirdest stack guy. Head. He's a Western <laughs> alumni, though, so I can't talk too much shit. But, um, but uh, it, it was just that he signed these guys, like Christian Dvorak, for example, not a top guy, but he signed him to a long-term extension. And even though it wasn't like a high-ass number, it was it wasn't a great deal. You can't say that signing Christian Dvorak for six years at whatever it is is a great deal. Yeah, right? no, he didn't get any good contracts done. He barely brought in any undervalued guys that you know the analytics community would say like, oh, bring all these different guys in and get them under these types of contracts, which other teams constantly do. He didn't do any of that essentially in Arizona. Um, so I, it's just a complete disaster of an organization. Chaika, I'd be very... I'm Actually, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he got another job in the NHL, if I'm being honest. But He's he not doesn't, another job. He doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he does He's because not. the NHL is the NHL. But he doesn't deserve another job in the NHL, if we're being honest. Like that just everything about there his was, management term there was a there was some sketchy thing saying he might go to Buffalo or to New Jersey. Like, yeah, there was talk about Buffalo. No, no, no. But like a team owns a NHL team owner also owns well, English Premier League team. Like an EPL yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's talk and there was him. talk that he would go yeah. there. There was talk about that. Um, I don't know about what's gonna happen there, but he doesn't belong in the NHL. If he, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets another. Wasn't he like banned? No, no, no. Gary like Bettman. Gary Bettman just doesn't like him because I I don't know. There was some whole drama with him leaving Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Arizona, thirty-one bottom last team, and then right above them, and this is gonna cause a lot of hate. We're gonna get so many fucking angry DMs, but Islanders. <laughs> um, but like I don't see how in four years time that team looks any good. Right? Like they don't have many elite prospects. Ryan Pulock's a free agent in two years. Adam Pellet has one more year of RFA left and then he's kind of gone probably. Or they'll have to send to a huge long term deal. They'll still have Anders Lee making $7 million at that time at 34 years old. Brock Nelson at 33, 34 years old. Jordan Eberle making $5 million at 34 years old. They'll just have lost the Andrew Ladd contract the year before. Um, Josh Bailey's still making and, $5 million. And, that, and that's to assume that, that Lou isn't going to sign another guy for another uh, exactly. Fourth liner for four million dollars or whatever. This season they don't have any cap space, but next year they have a little bit open up because uh, guys like Casey Zizekas are on. But Sezikis is going to get a contract from Lou, right? He's a perfect Lou yeah. guy. But he's so not he's even a bad a player, player though. <laughs> no, he's not a bad player, but he's going to be thirty years old, and he was making three point three already, <laughs> which means he'll probably get a raise. Casey Tzeki. 
So he could get like $4 million from Lou Lamorello. Like that's entirely possible based off of his history or at least 3 million. And it could be like four or five years. So again, he's going to sign bad deals. They have, so they have Matt Barzell and they have Sorokin as the elite pieces. Maybe they keep Pollock when he goes to free agency in two years. Other than that, underwhelming prospect system. They have guys like Holmstrom, who they drafted in the first round last year, but shouldn't have went in the first round. What's happening on the group on the Twitch chat, <laughs> bro? Uh... Everyone's booing you. <laughs> <laughs> I turned them against you. What did you say? What I, you said that, that I said that. I said that. Wants me to remove the part where I bring them into the conversation, and they're all booing you. They're saying um, you're a fraud. I didn't say what you were where they're in the conversation it's like the extra stuff that we add on that we need to yeah do. no but that's too much work <laughs> finish her off eric we're at an hour 20 oh. minutes let's go i keep getting interrupted i need to play yeah. fortnite <laughs> come on now eric. sushi oh sushi what kind of sushi oh sorry i had 100 pieces for 10 dollars today 100 pieces yeah, it's not. Don't worry. The hundred pieces is for my parents too. And well, and I figured. But... <laughs> yeah, I got a hundred pieces. That sounds sketchy. That sounds yeah, he, he bought it behind. That's behind, not uh, Yeah, some, some Chinese well, producer, fish in. Sketchy. Producer Luke knows how to get deals, but no, I had a sixty dollars voucher from work, thirty percent off of any deal over fifty bucks, and a ten dollars gift card. So uh, I really, it was a hundred dollar value for ten dollars. I see. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Uh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So not many great prospects in the system. Kiefer Bellows. Oliver Wallstrom are solid, but not stars. They have a couple good defensemen prospects. Sebastian Aho, who's not the good Sebastian Aho. Um, they have uh, Bode Wild. Is that how you say his name? However, but like they don't have much, and they don't have a. They have a, most of their picks for the next couple of years, so they could change that. But I just don't see how this team's elite in three to four years time. Um. Capitals, same concept as all the other teams. Ovechkin might not even be in the league at that time. Kuznetsov going to be old. Backstrom going to be old and almost on his contract. Carlson going to be old. Like every everyone in that organization except for Samsonov and. Uh, what about Pajot? Are you talking about the, you're back to the Islanders now? <laughs> are we not talking about the Islanders? <laughs> I wasn't listening. No, we moved on. Okay. <laughs> We're on the Capitals. That's what I meant. Yeah, we're on the Capitals. I, I, I thought we were on Buddy. the island. And then the other two teams, out? San Jose and Florida, Just San Jose, a ton of old elite guys who are previously elite guys who are not elite anymore. And Florida, they have Barkov and Huberto but not, and Ekblad, but not much else. But Brovsky, contract, going to be a bitch. It has some decent prospects. They drafted Lundell, which is sick for them. They have Spencer Knight coming in. So they, could, they could be okay, but yeah. So that's the 31 teams. Analyze them for two hours now, feels like. Yeah. <laughs> Hour and 15 minutes. Hour and 15. Probably like 20 minutes of that was us talking about nonsense. But uh... Yo, so on our latest post, mm-hmm. someone put put a dollar on Austria. And like, that's a good call. That's... Y'all, y'all <laughs> sleeping on Austria at the you World Juniors. win $500 if you... <laughs> If all yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazier things have happened, crazier thing like that is the best value bet, hundred percent. It's yeah. not even close. Because <laughs> crazier things. Like, if happen. I could go back in time, the the one thing I would do, one of the one things I would do, <laughs> is 
put one dollar on Le- Leicester, Leicester, Leicester City the year they yeah. won. Leicester. What it was it like five thousand dollars? Five thousand dollars for that yeah. one buck? Yeah, Leicester City, crazy. man. There's people that won like there's their fans, like a lot of their fans yeah. won thousands of dollars because yes. they just like because EPL fans so, are all like religious and gambling nuts and shit. So they well, all just at this beginning of the season bet on their team at stupid odds just because they're like, oh, I'll put twenty bucks, fifty bucks, yeah, twenty bucks, bucks, whatever. Yeah, 20, like even yeah. some of them bet like a hundred, two hundred, a couple like five hundred bucks, and like just just. <laughs> killed everyone didn't that change like how odds are yeah done? yeah they they changed the way because like it lost a whole bunch yeah the of gambling companies money. lost millions of dollars but, okay but okay if i if i told didn't you actors and stuff put like big money wasn't there like one or two actors i think that, there was one actor that bet like five thousand dollars on it or something i remember yeah, reading I about was. that i don't know who mm-hmm. like um so uh, i wanted to say are you a bundesliga fan uh, I'm not a Bundesliga fan, but I follow it. Okay, guess can you tell me who the top team is right now? Bayern and Munich. Bayern? You think Bayern's the top team? It's not. <laughs> Wait, what? Who search is? up the search up the Bundesliga Bundesliga table. It's like something like uh, Leverkusen. No, it was the other day. Yeah. yeah oh, it, it is was. Leverkusen. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, one. <laughs> And then who's in third place? You at their second or third place, I think, is RB Leipzig. Leipzig. Yeah. <laughs> Dortmund's in fourth, so they're not even in a Champions League spot yeah, right now. Exactly. So oh no, they are in the Champions League. Soccer's yeah. crazy every year, man. Yeah, soccer soccer does have a lot more movement than people give it credit for, I think. Especially like obviously, you know, in the Spanish league, Real Madrid, Barcelona, they're gonna be top three top four teams every single year but there's always there's always surprises there's always guys that come out of nowhere and perform well though leverkusen is only a point ahead though of Bayern. so yeah but that's still crazy though i saw i saw somewhere um like the top leagues in europe all the top league leaders at that time we're in the Europa League instead of the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, like the like that was EPL, earlier this it, week or last week. The EPL changes pretty a good amount depending on the year. Like, I don't think any team has dominated in the last decade in the Premier League, really. Yeah, they they have their runs of like yeah, three, they, four everyone years. Everyone has everyone has runs of like two years, maybe or something like that. But nobody's kind of dominated. Um, no, but that was every league. That was every league around the... I don't think so, because Barcelona has never been in the Europa League. I don't think Real Madrid has ever been in the Europa League. No, 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 but like leading the league at that time. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Like a week ago. All the teams leading the league were... In the Europa. And it was also Tom Hanks that uh, I thought had made the bet, and apparently it was a joke. (laughs) Ty, people are wondering who's texting you. Oh, you can hear it? Oh, yeah. Martin, Martin. In the... uh, oh, sorry. Ty, go. Uh, I can't confirm who's texting me. <laughs> Did you know? Okay, the girl who's texting me wanted to kiss okay. Luke one day. I was oh. going to say. She wanted to what? Kiss Luke. Oh, oh uh, wait, no, I don't know who you're talking about. No, you don't. Spicy. I mean, you do. She's been mentioned on the podcast before, but. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> it was the highlight of Luke's life. 
Because <laughs> he yeah. always brings it up. He thinks about it every night before he goes to bed. <laughs> Sorry, I every didn't realize my, my... I can't. I have my headphones on, so I can't even tell my... They were already chanting my name in the chat, and now they're definitely chanting my name in yeah. the chat. Thanks. I appreciate uh, the, that. Everybody, this, this girl is my friend, and... Yeah, your boy wants to kiss Luke too, but uh, she's the the keeper of the cups daughter. <laughs> I love how you're bringing. I love how you're bringing your. Ty's literally exposing his friend on live. I know. <laughs> delete, this, delete this part. We're done. <laughs> you can't delete live, Ty. <laughs> oh shit! Posting this live. This was the first one he was gonna post, wasn't I it? I know. I know that Nick's gonna put this in the TikTok. Nick's gonna make this oh a TikTok, God. and then I'm oh gonna get God. canceled. <laughs> hey, everybody, go follow our TikTok. Our TikTok. Uh, Talking hockey podcast, isn't it? Yep. Wasn't she supposed to be on yep. the podcast, dude? All these people that listen right now are diehard fans. Like, I'm not she even was. joking. She, I asked her at least four times. I told her, and she she said no. I also wow. said, "Can Phil come on?" And she said no. Ty, so. your friends are uh, kind of weak. I mean, I, I didn't ask, like, it might not have sounded serious. You gotta be serious. <laughs> we need the keeper of the cup. On the I ever sound yeah, we, need, have, we need to talk to him about that, how he raised his daughter to have bad decision making skills when it comes to boys, first of all. <laughs> and then, second of all, we need to talk about his wild stories with the cup because he must have some. I told her. And she said no. So it's, go straight uh, to the source, Ty. <laughs> You're yeah, putting man. a lot of pressure on me here. Come Next on, week, Ty. I'm bringing my. my uh, we we hired a new person. Everybody, we hired a new person on yeah. talking hockey, and uh, we're gonna see if he can come on next week and and talk some hockey. If and anybody he's played with, uh, he's played yeah, with quite a few NHLers as well. If you ever when we say video, play, we mean he's practice. a goalie yeah. for hire in the summer off season. Yes, plays with them on short rink. I if you ever saw, he just gets shot on constantly. Yeah, if you ever saw the, the NHL's post of Jeff Skinner and Taylor Hall, it went around. He was the goalie in that clip. Oh yeah, yeah. his hot. Um, yep. David Ayres. <laughs> That's their guest right now. All right, no, it's not correct, everyone. Uh, well, shout out to everyone for tuning in to our Twitch stream today. I think there's been t- 10 active people talking through to me the entire time. So I appreciate it. Um, from, from booing Eric to chanting thank my you name. Thank for keeping Luke company. Yeah. yeah, thank you for keeping me company. Everyone, if you want to be part of the podcast episode, just subscribe and follow on twitch.tv backslash talking hockey tack and hacky if you're talking to the box and accent and uh, you can maybe get your account name mentioned on uh, the podcast um, we do this 6 20 p.m eastern standard time every wednesday night um, like clockwork except if ty is late which is sometimes which is all the time i wasn't yeah. late today i, I come on at like 6 15 I cut it close today, so, right? It depends because I finish work at six. So, yeah. this is producer Luke. Thank you, everyone. Follow our talking hockey, or sorry, follow our TikTok, <laughs> talking hockey podcast, uh, and we're out.
Thanks, everybody. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.